Hi, I'm Dawn McGrew and welcome to Dawn of a New Era, the podcast chronicles of a serial entrepreneur. Now in this episode, I'm going to share my journey of how I got started in business and my very first business experience, where the idea came from, how my passion changed, but basically what I stood for and what I thought business was going to be. Now, most importantly, this is a very honest portrayal about being an entrepreneur and business leader because at 21, when I started my business, I had a huge passion for life and I was really motivated. I was a very disciplined person and you might think that that is quite young. Some of you may have started your businesses at similar ages. What I didn't know is I had no idea what I was going to face over the the coming years. I had no idea really the the, the pains, problems and pitfalls that I was going to experience. And I definitely wasn't set up for the loneliness that I I felt along some of those areas of the journey. And what I want to do is I kind of want to share with you my story from start to finish because it's important to see, you know, what was good, what was bad and, and really what was the ugly because it wasn't plain sailing. And as much as, uh, you know, starting my business at 21, I was really excited. Um, I, I'd been working in a multinational and um, I'd started my life um, in IT. Um, I'd, I'd gone through the normal sort of academic routes and I don't really know how I fell into it. I started working with a business. It was a startup. It was the first office. It was an American company. And it, it was an amazing, amazing um, job because... I could never have wished for learning that I got there. I mean, it literally taught me so much about business. It fast-tracked me about 10 years worth of business because setting up an office and learning everything from start to finish, I was doing things from like operations to IT to marketing. And this is really where I found my feet because I didn't leave, you know, school, college, university, whatever, and think, right, this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. Quite honestly, I had no idea. Um, I'd worked in different jobs. I'd worked in marketing in Volvo and it was quite exciting because it was when they were going through a rebrand and they had, um, the car was featured in a movie and they were repositioning how their brand um, sort of uh, was from sort of the older clientele to kind of getting it into the more sort of hip and trendy, if that was possible. The the funny thing was, is that when I started with uh, this startup, this American company, I landed the job and um, I was 18. So I didn't have a huge amount of commercial experience, but I think I was a bit ahead of my years. I'd always been kind of older than I was and quite sort of responsible. Uh, And I think because I'd had jobs ever since the age of maybe like 13, 14, I was sort of used to working and I was used to the working environment. So it didn't really phase me. You know, I remember going into working at Volvo and working in a car garage at the age of 17. And getting um, loads and loads of um, sort of banter from, uh, you know, the mechanics and the engineers and the sales team. But I think because I'd worked in restaurants as a waitress um, from about sort of 13, 14, I was used to that with the chefs, etc. And I think it really changed the way I was with interviews and things. So when I got this uh, job at 18, um, 
I started off, I learned a lot and um, it was tough. You know, there was a lot of responsibility uh, put on me for such a young age. But as I say, the learning was massive. Um, It was like having my own um, experience of having a business because at first I was the only person in the office and then I was put in charge of recruitment and everything from sort of uh, software to operations in the business. So I saw it from start to finish. And this is really where I think um, it, it enlightened me of what a business could be, but also invigorated this passion, this, you know, it lit a fire for me that I thought, you know, I love this as much as it's tough. There was nothing nicer than seeing a project come true and seeing how this business grew and evolved. But I was doing, I ended up working kind of very much in the IT side of things. So I thought, well, you know, what I'll do is I'll I'll upskill and I'll develop my skills in this area. And um, I started learning uh, programming. Um, I went to college on uh, on day release from this job. Um, I also did all my Microsoft engineering exams. Um, So not only was I doing programming, I was looking at like, you know, the hardware and the software. And the laugh of it is, is that, you know, for many people who know me, uh, when I say that I actually learned how to do things like category five cabling and patch panels and uh, setting servers up and things like that, people would not naturally think of me in that role. But I really enjoyed it. And um, it was something that I thought, you know, maybe this is the career for me. But as I started working on uh, the marketing aspect and looking more about sort of the promotion and the branding, et cetera, of the business, that's where things changed for me because my creativity uh, was uh, basically brought to life. And that was something that I wasn't really getting on the programming side of things. So um, quite soon I decided, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to really kind of carve myself out the, uh, in the marketing department. And I did my Chartered Institute of Marketing exams back in like 1996. Um, and I loved doing it because I was going to college and I was going every Tuesday night and Thursday night from six till nine. I was knackered, um, but I was listening to some of like the, the most amazing people from amazing brands and businesses because the people who were doing this qualification was such a mix, a mix of ages. And I, I learned uh, just a lot by listening to what they were saying. So once I got my exams, um, I, I started working in more and more of the marketing. I got to travel, go to the exhibitions um, and all of this at sort of 18, 19 years of age. Now, I stayed with this business up until I was um, 20, 21. And um, I made uh, a big decision. I decided in my wisdom that after working for this business and um, I'd been working on the client side. So um, I was basically, uh, there was rental companies for this business and I was uh, sort of in charge of uh, the pull through marketing. So really kind of getting to the end users, getting the demand for the products and services in place. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But it wasn't enough for me. And and because I was kind of quite solo, I thought, well, I could do this on my own. You know, it'd be easy. I will start my own agency. But guess what? It wasn't quite that easy. So I embarked on my journey and I thought, well, great, you know, I'll set my business up. And um, Aurora Marketing was born. So um, I remember getting my first offices and uh, these offices were in Wilmslow in Cheshire and they were above uh, the cinema. And the Rex Cinema, um, which uh, weirdly enough, has actually just reopened uh, as a cinema, um, 
we used to go up the old cinema steps to get into this office and I remember painting it um, and the hours spent getting this office looking beautiful, getting the furniture. Um, it was all bright. I remember getting, I think it was bent on metallic paint in yellow and painting all of the, the, the rooms. So very bright, very marketing focused. And this was the agency um, uh, that I was going to start and I was going to position myself as a consultant. Now, I hadn't really thought about this too much because when I was thinking about my business, I just kind of thought, I'll, I'll work with any business. And, and this is probably my biggest mistake um, uh, when starting the business because I hadn't really thought about who my ideal client was at this point. So I opened my doors and not a lot happened. And then having to go and start and find clients was quite difficult. Now, I had a bit of a feast and famine. And let's be honest, my first year, um, I think choices of, um, you know, obviously I, I owned my own house at this point. Um, so I'd bought a house. Um, so not only was I paying rent rates, mortgages, all these things, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, I think the, the biggest mistake was obviously just thinking that work was going to come to me, you know, having a website and everything and having a presence that I would just naturally find clients. Now I did, but there was no consistency. I would go through feast and famine. And, um, you know, honestly, in that first year, choices of buying fairy liquid or food were, were quite real. <laughs> and, um, you know, that it would be great one month and then, then I'd have a delay until I got a new client. So what I learned is that in that first year, um, I started to really carve out who I wanted to work with. And this is the game changer for me. When I got super clear of who I was working for and not just sort of marketing myself as a consultant, but what I could do for them, that's when the, everything changed. And I started a program called the Virtual Business Partner Program. Really exciting program because uh, back then it was when digital marketing had just begun. And my expertise, you know, now I'm a digital marketing author, speaker and trainer, but it was the online marketing aspect that I thought I could really help with. So with my experience as a programmer, it really lent itself to the world of online marketing and, uh, and social media. So many businesses hadn't even, you know, sent emails. So, so my whole kind of ethos in business and my agency was positioned to help businesses get online and start optimizing, you know, getting an online presence um, and, and recruiting new clients. So the Virtual Business Partner Program, because it was only one of me, the biggest uh, stumbling block I had in business, first of all, was that because there was just one dawn, um, I couldn't operate more than X amount of clients. And that was really where I was going through this feast or famine because I'd have to finish a project to start a new one. So this working one-to-one -one wasn't working. And, and I thought, well, if I could work one-to-many, how would I do this? So the Online Virtual Business Partner Program was online consultancy, so I didn't have to go and see anybody. I could work in groups and I could really help these businesses through uh, like a monthly membership. Now that was a game changer. And yes, I got to a point where I couldn't take on any more of those clients and I had to evolve again. And that's really where my, my business changed the, to the next level. So I had the agency, Aurora Marketing, and I decided that I would start with a, a panel of experts. And this is where Business Consult was born because 
I was approached by um, a, a large Northwest exhibition company and they were hosting um, this huge exhibition. And it was a great opportunity because they'd asked me, could I create an online forum, like a directory that all the exhibitors and all the attendees could you know, participate in? And I said, yes, of course I can. Um, so I put this together and we had 50,000 thousand, 50,000 people joined this. I was just absolutely delighted. This was a massive project for me. But as soon as this ended, people were saying, well, you know, what happens next? So I'd named it Business Consort. Now, my business today is still called Business Consort. So over the past 20 years, my business has grown organically through demand. And I think this is really why it's worked so well. Um, don't get me wrong, there has been some pitfalls that I'll share with you over um, the, the years, but this gave me an opportunity. I mean, Business Consort was like an online directory. It was by no means social networking. Um, you know, it, was, it wasn't like Facebook. It was like the real like, nitty gritty, like old fashioned forums, but it worked. Now, with that, we decided, well, look, if people want to do something now, let's start networking. And I started doing networking events all around the UK. But the difference was, is that we had... Um, two distinct uh, business levels. We had events for business growth and then we had uh, the elite. Now, they were for different size businesses who were at different stages in the career. The elite was for businesses who were like, you know, large businesses of like 10 million onwards and the growth was for anyone, an SME, up to about 10 million. And I hosted these events like cocktail parties in COG showrooms. Now, in Ferrari, um, it was in Aston Martin, you name it. And it was in the evening and uh, we did it on uh, Park Lane in London and we'd clear out the showroom and they'd move all the cars around. We would have chocolate fountains, we'd have cocktail bars. They were amazing events and we would be getting, you know, anything up to about 150 people at these events. Now, we did uh, raffles and prize draws, but it was all about building this panel of experts and it was a membership. So it worked really well and it was at the height of networking. And then it kind of hit a point where networking was fairly saturated. So yet again, we had all of these people who were a panel of experts. The great thing is, is we were getting a commission through for any business they got through our network. We're getting our membership fees. But there was a next level. People wanted not just, you know, expertise in consultancy, and it was a great pull through for me in the agency, but they wanted to really learn. They wanted to upskill their teams. And this is where the academy was born. Business Consult Academy came again through demand. My clients started wanting training. So I started training in Microsoft Office. I started training on marketing in a shoestring, traditional marketing, and then evolved in the world of online marketing and social media. But one of the things that was um, really apparent to me at that time was that the unfortunateness of training was that so many people saw themselves as an expert in their field, but they really weren't teaching best practice. And there were so many people rogue out there that were teaching principles that were just quite honestly, you know, damaging to business. It broke my heart when I met a client and they said to me, well, Dawn, you know, I, I've been trained and I've been told this and I've done that and it didn't work. And I just thought, you know what, there's a massive opportunity here to be accredited, to be the elite and to be a, a place where people come and they know that whatever they're learning is right and it's the best strategy, the quickest, the most efficient, and it's going to get results. And it was about real world business marketing. So 
at that point, we decided to get accredited and we got accredited by the Chartered Institute of Marketing. It was a game changer for us because being able to be an agency and a training academy all rolled into one, the two were feeding each other. It, you know, it was a match made in heaven. And then we realized quite quickly that um, as the team grew, and there was probably about five of us at that point, there's 17 of us now, um, that, you know, there was a huge opportunity then to take these skills to a next level. And we started the agency, what, like in 2005. And me as a business leader, um, the, the training side of things um, uh, has been uh, huge for us because when we started doing qualifications and we launched the digital marketing diploma, um, this for me was something that at the heart of people's uh, businesses, it wasn't just training, it was about them developing skills, but it was about professional development. It was about carving out a career, getting pay rises and promotions. So it was just this, this next level. Now, in the next uh, podcast, I will share with you um, some uh, key learnings that looking back from the age of 41 to 21. But the main ones along this journey was that you have to be dynamic, you have to be agile, and you have to be able to pivot your business. I think if I could share anything with you. At the age of 21, my, my passion sometimes outshone my logic and I would delve into things and get excited about things before I truly explored them. Some of me feels that that was good because I learned a lot along the way and I was definitely a doer. I didn't procrastinate. I kind of just got out there, but maybe I rushed things too quickly because growing the training academy, it grew very quickly. And um, we were perhaps not as geared um, and ready for that um, as we should have been. But I don't know whether I would uh, necessarily change that. I may have probably um, been better in the planning side. I was never really one for the devil of the detail. I would fill it all in later. Now that's evolved as time has gone on. But my podcast is all about, obviously, what I've learned as an entrepreneur. And my, my biggest lesson would be that to really, really carve out who your ideal client is. Now, um, I'm going to share with you my um, ideal client uh, worksheet. So you can fill it in and it will give you ideas of just getting super clear of what you do. Because my biggest learning at 21 was definitely understanding not what I did, but what my clients needed and what was in it for them. So when I started marketing that way and people said to me at networking events, Dawn, what do you do? I'd never say I owned a, an agency or an academy. I'd always say what I do is I help businesses um, uh, shine online. I will help businesses um, scale and grow their um, business through developing digital marketing skills. I, I would always gear it to them. Now, as this uh, evolved, um, you know, I positioned myself very much as somebody who helped uh, brands and businesses not only get online, but as um, uh, digital evolved itself, so did my proposition. So I, I maximise digital marketing profits to help scale and grow businesses. And, and this is all empowered through learning the right strategies and techniques. So go ahead and fill in the worksheet, download a copy of it and see whether your proposition really matches. And, you know, sometimes it's just subtle tweaks in your marketing that is, you know, a key game changer. Now, on the upcoming episodes, we will be incorporating all aspects of marketing, motivation, and mindset. We'll be looking at, you know, your well-being, your, you know, your work goals, family, friends, adventure, home, and money. And this will all be structured around our eight pillars. Now, 
Um, you will start to see that, you know, being an entrepreneur is not just about business. It's about all of those things together. And when you look at achieving your dreams and goals, it is about being happy and having that kind of work-life balance. Now, I'll come on to that in the next episode where I will share with you at the age of 41, some of the key learnings that I've had over the past 20 years, because at the end of the day, we spend a third of our life at work. That's nine thousand hours over the course of an average lifetime. So we've got to be happy, yeah? So go ahead, fill in the worksheet and let me know how you get on and join me in next week's podcast where I will be sharing all about my journey from the age of 21 to 41 and some of my key learnings of how you can avoid some of the pitfalls I experienced and overcome these challenges. Don't forget to follow me on social media as well, at Dawn McGrewer and at Business Consort. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and remember, subscribe and share in Apple Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and don't forget, I'm going to be with you each and every week. So download and listen on dawnmcgrewer.com or on iTunes and come and join us in our Facebook community too. All the details are on the website and I'll see you next week.